I'm your girl, Nessa Nannis, and you know we back on the real direction, the motherfucking reckless. Yo, it is Monday. You know every Monday we make it happen. I'm so excited because I have another motherfucking guest for you, and today's guest is the one and only Amanda from Keep Your Crown Right. What's up? Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for yes, having me. Yes, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate the space. Those that are watching us on YouTube, bitch, you get to see Amanda has a beautiful space. And this is just like one of the corners, right? Yes. Um, Amanda, I, just to let the listeners know how we met. So I am a ceremonial hairstylist. Yes. I've been doing hair for 12 years, licensed. And um, I was doing your prima's hair, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, girl, she needed that child. <laughs> like, my sister let me know. Um, I don't know. I think you meant... Uh, through Jolly, no? Uh, no, I met Jolly. She came with your sister. Yeah. yeah. And so then that's how we met. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. My sister let me know um, how nice and like memorable, right, it mm -hmm. is. And like curly hair, you yourself have curly hair, right? I have wavy hair. Wavy, yeah, but my wavy. mother and my nieces have curly hair. Nice. Mm -hmm. You know, for a, for a second, I had um, like curly, wavy hair. Mm -hmm. Not curly, just wavy mm -hmm. for middle school. And then I burned the shit out of my mm -hmm. hair. I think I told you the time I met mm -hmm. you. I don't know if I got to tell you. But bitch, my hair never like grew back wavy. So I'm like... Is it just gone forever? And my sister's always like, you should just try cutting it by someone that cuts like wavy curly hair. Yeah. But my hair literally grows straight now. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, some people, I had somebody who came in yesterday and they had uh, straight hair when they were younger and they told a story about them getting a perm and then she's like, but it always grew back curly. She's like, the what? first time it didn't take and then my mother took me back and I got another perm and yeah. it kept growing back curly i was like i've never heard of that so it's you know so weird but yeah our, I, we change our texture I feel, yeah like i feel like mine is gone forever and i'm like whatever it's fine but um so my sister always took care of her hair and that's how she let me know about you mm -hmm. and then we brought my prima which low no she needed some little mm -hmm. spiritual cleanse because mm -hmm. she be she ratchet she crazy mm -hmm. and sometimes us crazy girls like you know we need we need some soothing yes. some you said you're gonna be going to joshua tree soon yes. so you always know about yes. peace and silence yes. girl yes. Um, but it is a pleasure to meet you and i think guys when I first came here, um, she has her own spot. Amanda has her own little salon going on. And I immediately, Amanda, felt your vibe. Like, Thank I just you. was so interested in seeing in every corner that you have. Yeah. Because, like you said, you feel like you have a lot to do with the space. Um, but already, um, everything that you have in here is so intentional. Mm -hmm. And I feel like me, as well, I wasn't a client, but I was here with like, one of your clients. Right. Um, just getting to see a little bit of who you are. And I think that's what I love the most. Mm -hmm. That it's so you. Even today, me pulling mm -hmm. up. Like, she really had this mm -hmm. all set up for me already which I really appreciate yeah, of course. Um, but I was sitting over there and I kind of got to read a little bit about you and I was just interested because I feel like there's a lot to you mm -hmm. and from us talking the time I met you I'm like girl I want to know it all yeah. and I feel like it's a hustle girl it's a hustle you're hustling and I you know I bring people here every Monday to let everybody know yeah. so let's just dive into a little bit of that yeah. like Amanda how did this all start for you and then did you always like growing up feel like this is what it was going to be for you Thank you for the opportunity. That was long, sorry. No, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm so excited and to share. Um, so I knew I always liked doing hair because I was cutting my hair. And I, from that little story and article you read, I was cutting my hair in kindergarten and getting in trouble for it. Yeah. And even through high school, seeing some of my homegirls going to the like after school programs. But I played sports. I didn't have a lot of direction in that time. But I really wanted to do hair. And so after high school, I was like, college really isn't for me. Mm. Um but like, what could I do? And it was just like, I want to, I, I like making people look good. I like, yes. you know, cutting my own hair. So I want to go down that route. So, um, did school, went to a school where it was mostly like state board. It was a lot of like healing stuff that had to come with it because it was more along the technical stuff as opposed to like, as far as passing the test, but not really 
like the connection to people not really a lot of education on the hair in general because they didn't cover a lot of the a lot of the uh the areas that I work in specifically now with hair which is why I think like that's been the motivation is to fill in the gaps for the areas that they've left out during cosmetology Mm -hmm. school so um Graduated cosmetology school, passed first yes. time taking the test, uh, theory and practical. And then I started working at like a JCPenney salon because I was I didn't scared. even know they had a salon. Yeah, no, it wasn't the business. So like, it wasn't. So like, you know, I heard that they in were, a while. No, it wasn't the business. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So it was, um, it was a space that I needed to go in. So a lot of my motivation comes from my spiritual walk, right? Yes. And seeing like, where do, where do I need to be? And knowing that everywhere I'm at is exactly where I'm supposed to be. So what's the message? So I was at the JCPenney Salon because I had no education. I sat up in there and just watched everybody. I watched people who were spiritual, quote unquote, be very rude. And so just like learning a lot about life in that time and letting myself work through my fears, mm. which allowed me to get where I'm at here, right? Because it's so much of healing that happens to take place in order for you to get to where you want to go and so I was at that salon um when I met somebody there and um they connected me to another salon that they went to next which was another like uh corporation it was like the haircut haircutters and they started bouncing checks and it was also an area that I didn't really feel like um although it was just like a different feel like a lot of those people were from like low they were like upper middle class people and so it was just like dealing with a lot of stuff culturally and um just like corporation and not wanting to deal with that so dealing with all of that and the instability in those type of uh institutions I was like I want to not do this I wanted to go into barbering and because barbering was like what I wanted to do originally but my mother was paying for half of my cosmetology class and so Mm -hmm. She was like, if you're going to, if I'm going to pay, I'm, I'm want you to do the whole thing. So there I go, do the whole thing. Not yeah. happy. So supported from the beginning, mom. Uh, Semi-supported okay. because it was still resistant to what I wanted to do, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't still like, oh, this is what you want to do. I'm going to support you fully and walk this way. Because yeah. what do I do now? Like, well, that'll go into the story, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, um, so ended up at that spot they were bouncing checks and I was like fuck this I'm quit uh, I'm already licensed I could do a crossover to barbering I'm gonna save my money watch my nephew five dollars an hour watch him for like half a year and then with that money I was like cool I found this school that one of my homeboys went to it's Ross it was Rostin's out in Moreno Valley but when I went there they like don't teach it was like a flyby class it was like we're not really teaching this is a self-taught school um the main instructor is going to be gone for 80 out of the 200 hours that you need to get yours and I was like what the fuck so again because I look for the solution I asked the instructor that day I didn't want to be disrespectful I was like could I come back um like I need to think about this like you know like and so like I went the next day because I was already licensed I didn't have to go to theory I could go like show up whenever I want because again it was like you teach yourself people just went in there just to clock in and clock out yeah get their hours but I was truly wanting to learn how to barber like I was like I want to know how to do edge ups I want to know how to do beards I want to know how to because then people go and then you be fucking them up and it's like well it says you went to fucking right and it's like it's a paycheck for a lot of people is what you're saying right but not for you not for me so I was like yeah I said she, the, it was it was just like this is how spirit leads you and I feel like that's a lot of the motivation so I walk in on the teacher giving her theory and she's like 
closing it up and she's just like and if you're not happy about things you know you make the decision to make changes and I was like she's fucking right yeah. I was going to her office and ask if I could come back in two weeks not to be disrespectful but you don't know yeah. shit because she didn't know shit she was handing me pamphlets I'm like what the fuck so my fight or flight kicks in like what am I going to do I just spent you know this time watching my nephew five dollars an hour paid them two thousand dollars to not teach me shit they're all they were going to give me was a razor i had to buy my own books i had to buy all my own like stuff again so it was just like what do i do so again when we do this spiritual work we're able to get that clarity and be able to trust and move where we're supposed to go and so i go into her office and say can i you know no disrespect could i come back in two weeks when the other instructor he comes back and she's like yes of course I totally understand I don't really know a lot you know and I'm mm-hmm. like real fucking shit so yeah. well, bitch, I step is money, baby. so that I step <laughs> out and there was a gentleman in there and I thought he because people were just clocking in and clocking out I thought he was a student but he had already graduated and already got his license and was working at the barbershop like walking distance around the corner yeah. of the next plaza so he's talking to the girl next to me and I mind you I was working at UPS and I was there hey. I left I was there for 14 years and um that's also how we, you know, move. Yeah. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, I had just got out of work. I worked the overnight shift from, so you talk about hustle. Like, yeah, yeah. like I was working two back. in the morning till like eight. And then I go to work, cut hair from like 10, go to school at that time. I think it was like 10 until four or something. So um, I meet this gentleman. I'm rocking like how I am now mm-hmm. with no makeup, just I'm natural, right? Uh, and yes. just like, I just came from work. I'm about this business. I don't give a fuck what I look like. I'm gonna come in here. So I was the girl next to me. He asked her oh do you want to come see the barbershop I'm at and she had wedges on it was real humid and then she's like nah it's kind of hot and I was like what's up my name is Amanda I'll go like can I go see your shop so we go and walk around there's a beauty supply right there we meet another guy he was waiting for it to open and he went to the school he's like yo that school is shit huh like nobody's passing I'm like fuck I'm a student like this is very supportive so I'm like creator show me what I'm supposed to be doing so we walk into the barbershop and the owner is sitting down at the table and he has these uh, clippers, the Osters and uh, the Fast Feeds, I think they are. And he has uh, all these attachable clipper sets. And I had I had these clippers, but I never seen one of the clips that he had on. It was a texture one. And I was like, what is that? Because this is what I'm wanting to learn. What are the like avenues yeah. to learn how to cut? Girl, this is a whole ass opportunity. Yeah. It's like yes. pass out no opportunity. Yes. I go. That's, yes, exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, what clipper is that? He's like, oh, you use this on waves. And when you take, you know, like it'll help knock out the line and this and that. And I was like, fuck. Oh, you never met so with waves. <laughs> so, so then, so then my wheels start turning right i'm just like damn like i never seen this I, i've had these clippers how come i've never seen this that's already a gem and then mm-hmm. i'm like looking around and then i see that his license says cosmetology the owner mm-hmm. of the barbershop mm-hmm. you have the same license i already have why what do i need fuck? to go get why yeah. this owner so all you need to do to have a barbershop is have licensed barbers in there so i could hire some uh, one barber in here that's then i could license. put the pole on okay yes now i own a barbershop now you know that right but i was just like I'm already licensed. This school isn't going to teach me shit. So I asked them, you know, um, I said, could I come in here and sweep and shampoo hair? And he's like, I don't know if I could, you know, if we could pay you. Also, I was the first female coming in there. So they had to clarify it with all the barbers in there. I love the fucking drive. Like, can I do this? Can I sign myself up for you? I love that. I'm fucking about it. Yeah, because nobody's going to do it for me. Right. So I, um, I said, look, you don't have to let me know right now. I was like, but I have five days to get my money back. I already knew when I was walking out that shop that I was taking my money out. And then he's like, I don't know about not paying you. I said, I was about to pay these people $2,000 to not teach me shit. I could take all that and buy new clippers. 
I can come and sweep. I'm already licensed. You don't got to pay me. You know, I just want to learn. And so, sorry about that. It is what it is. So, um, so yeah, when I step out, um, the gentleman who had walked me in, his name was Travis or Kuda. That's what we call him. So like when we walked out, I was like, yo, I'm about to fucking get my money out of that school right now. Yeah. Come working here. He's like, what? What the fuck? And then he's like, you want to smoke a blunt? And I was like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> on the way back, I go and I, I tell the instructor, it. I said, I would like to get a refund. And she's like, you know what? It's so crazy because I was supposed to take your money to the bank yesterday. And for some reason, I didn't. Here's all your money. I didn't have to go through the process like of just them keeping yeah, something. Yeah. It was just like, it's like you were never here and gave I me all my money that. back. And so then I ended up going to that barbershop and I was there for two months just watching <laughs> and learning. learning. And then I was like, there was no empty chairs at the time. Every chair was full. So, um, there was also a lot of things happening in there because I trust spirit. Like there was the gentleman who walked me in, he was going through a lot of stuff in that space. So maybe we can edit out his name, but, uh -huh, uh, yeah. um, but he was going through a lot of stuff and I could see like that his chair was going to open up for me. Like, not that I was asking for it too, but there was a lot of stuff that my intuition told me that. So I started like, I gifted him crystals and I would gift him stuff. Like just because he was going through heavy shit personally, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was affecting his work at the job. And it was just like, but I didn't think too much in that. I just like, sometimes you foresee stuff and then you just let it go. Or you're just like, I don't know what that is. So my two months was up and I was like, uh, I got to go work at a shop now. So I'm going to go look for a spot. I love y'all. Thank you so much for teaching me and letting me grow. And I left. And two weeks later, they called me because that barber left. No, oh, they gave me chill. Uh, yeah, in me. love to him because he's doing well. Um, but still, but it though, was, like everything happens at such a time. Like what's, yeah. I, we always say this, I always say it's like what is yours is yours and it won't ever pass you. Right. Like what's for you is for you. If you don't mind me asking Amanda, how long ago was that? That was... Like when that whole bullshit with the school and then you got that opportunity yeah, that to be was, in that barber. Well, that was the last shop I was at before here. So yes. it was like five and a half. So years it was kind of like a big happy. step. It was yeah. a big stepping stone for you. Yeah. Then. I was doing all this transitional. I turned 29 and I had just went, did, uh, I, I stopped eating meat. I did a fast at that time. I definitely feel like all of that came in, uh, to, went to Sedona. I didn't go to the vortexes, but I did go. And I feel like being in those energies and really asking myself what, what I was going to pursue. Like you have to do these deep cleanses before you can elevate mm -hmm. to the next level in, mm -hmm. in anything, but especially in business. Cause money follows after the spirit. That's, you know, like we're spirit first. Money is just an extra in this world, in this realm, you know? So yeah. it was like, let me clear out these things. And I was also clearing out, working through new, and I was going to also be ending a relationship that I was in, you know, six years. Before I got this shop, I ended that relationship because I knew it could not go with me in the elevated space I needed to go for my own spiritual balance, you know, and peace. And so a lot of that, yeah, that was the shop to, I was Yeah, at. so like to not we'll get right back to that but just before we move forward like um personally bitch like the y'all like y'all know i'm not really spiritual at all mm -hmm. but i've just met so many spiritual people and i 100 percent support it i love yeah. it i think it's a good vibe because i feel like spiritually i mean you could go wrong but if people are in tune with themselves i kind of trust people like that mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. it's more trustworthy mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. um so just to kind of ask for like the listeners that aren't so or know much about spiritual stuff yeah. like myself like i'm learning literally yeah. by meeting people and meeting people like you right. what would you say kind of made you in tune with that and do you feel like you've always been a spiritual person but you didn't know it was called spiritual yeah. like kind of bring me into that like how that started connecting to your life yeah so I mean I remember being 
little. Like I was, I was middle child, the only one in my family uh, with brown child, eyes. That's, so that's my sister. That's my sister. I can't say it was like that's what made it spiritual because again, I didn't think it was like spirituality, right? Yeah. Like I just felt like I remember being young at a party and seeing meeting a little girl, and I was trying to tell everybody like she's me. She looks just like me. Do y'all not see? Like I just remember like that and being like, what the fuck was that? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it was more like it wasn't so much spiritual than trying to find love within myself because I felt like a lot of that wasn't you know our parents they come from different generations mm-hmm. and the way that they love is the way that they were taught you know and in our family we're the first generation to hug my older sister and myself you know it would be awkward with my tia I'd be like oh shit my grandma like hugs would be like that now it's like my little nieces and nephews if you don't mind me up. asking what is like your background Oh, my family's from Mexico. Okay. Yeah, nice, but we nice. grew up, my mom was born in Texas and okay. my dad was born in East LA. And nice. so my Ooh, family. a little blend. Yeah. I love that. So my mom grew up in Lawndale. She came when she learned English from Sesame Street, you know, out in Lawndale. And my dad just had a very rough upbringing. Both of them had their, a lot of different stuff, you mm-hmm. know, so. So as far yeah, as communicating, gen. yeah. As far no, we're second. You're second. Yeah, yeah I'm second. My my yeah. My my dad was born was in East our, LA. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, but just still the effects of that and having parents in that. Most of the things that led to what I quote unquote spirituality is just trying to find a centeredness, trying to find a safe space within myself, and yeah. trying to give myself grace and love, and how to be able to be a reflection of that because that's what led me to the work that I do now is to know that all human beings require love and warmth and nurturing. And so I was just trying to nurture my soul and that was just like, oh, I can't act like this or coming upon all this information that was just like, oh, I should you know, try these different things and what are the effects? All life is, is one big experiment. What makes you feel good and what makes you don't feel good. And then that's your decision on what action you want to take take. to help support it. So I love that. So that kind of carried on with you. You noticed it as a child. And then Mm -hmm. when do you feel like you want a hundred on it? Like the barber time before you came here? When I started to do, um, at the barbershop, it showed me so much more than just like the typical salon where it's just like, don't talk about politics. Don't talk about spirituality or religion. Don't talk about, you know, it's like the client's always right. And in the barbershop. So where I was at, you know, um, I was in a black owned barbershop. And so there's a lot of culture and resources and community in barbershops because back in the days, too, um, that's where healing happened, you know, within the black community or the, you know, native folks from Africa that were either here, traveled here before Mm -hmm. slavery or were enslaved people. And so um, in those spaces, it showed me so much more community and that there's a a collective love and just like so much wisdom being bestowed. There's so many old arranged because the the oldest barber I was working with was 58. Nice. You know, like you're, you're different than my 27 at the time, you know, or 29 at the time. Like it's just all kinds of different wisdom. And then they're older clients, you know? So when I was in that shop, it just allowed me, I started doing also was doing my own healing and I was uh, introduced and was blessed to participate in um, sweat lodge. So what is native American sweat lodge is done in the North in Mexico. It's the mezcal. So it's where we go into a dome that's made of, it can be made of like bricks or like clay, but traditionally in some places it's made with, um, different trees where blankets are put on top and it's created a dome. And in the center that it depends on who's running the lodge. Um, it's all done in different ways, but we work with the fire 
in the water and so what it represents is the womb of the mother and mm-hmm. so you go in there to pray with all your relations and the grandfathers and grandmothers those are the rocks they've been here before us and after so they come in with the water and you go in there to pray you go in there to sweat you go out there to purify mm-hmm. and um, I was blessed to be in that space for three and a half years where it sweat once a month and when you do that kind of work it's a lot of stuff like even from being close to people you're butt cheek to butt cheek so if you're hot and you're an irritated person and you got someone touching you and you're like I'm already fucking hot what you're there to pray you got to check yourself so just a lot of self-checking a lot of understanding a lot of like just being blessed with so much guidance that's just like wow like uh, this is yeah profound stuff so it just kept like asking me like what am I supposed to be doing doing hair like Mm -hmm. Like, anybody could cut hair mm -hmm. but what am I supposed to be doing that's gonna make something feel like I'm impacting people and so I used to have these clients that would tell me one client every time I wash his hair he'd be like if I could bottle this feeling up and and just buy it and take it home me I would Amanda and I'm like oh fuck so I always kept that in my mind and it was like, well, what is that? It's the feeling of relaxation. It's the feeling of safety. It's the feeling Peace. of connected. Yeah. Just seeing that that's what people needed. And so yeah. I started to explore that. And I started to research, like, what is this space mm-hmm. that we have, that every human has as a head, right? And what does it mean? Like, so I started to do, like, different massages and trying to incorporate aromatherapy, plant medicine. Like, I wanted my space to be so tranquil. In the barbershop, I was all the way to the back on the right, the only seat alone on the right, right? Which, if you're in a shop, you already know, like, front row is the best seat. Like, people oh, really? think, like, yeah, because you're on the show. You're on display. Everybody watches you work. Nobody, people could see me walk by, but they'd be scared, right? And yeah. I never push anything on them. I would just, your right impact away. just has so much. Like, you just do what you do and you'll see the effects like people are drawn to it yeah so I would bring in my crystals I have my whiteboard even if I didn't have crystals you know I had a whiteboard that's just like love is the intellectual decision to care that's what my uncle taught us and like love is you know like I would just say all this stuff and people would see when they walk by and I remember um you know, you'd never know how much you impact people. Um, it's just, just be kind to people and be you and, you know, let that speak to people. So I remember one day I had a drop some pen. I dropped a penny on the floor and I had like nails on at the time or long nails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I couldn't pick it up. So I was like, I'll pick that up later after this client. He just walked in. And so he was older. He was like 60 or something like that. And he, no, maybe not 60. I don't want to put him up there. Like 50 something, mm-hmm. you know, and he, um. He's like, wish you guys, <laughs> you got some, some money on the floor. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't pick it up. I need to, you know, I'll get it later. And he's like, oh, shit, I was about to go home and go throw some, uh, some coins in the corner. I thought it was like, he thought it was like a spiritual practice. He thought I was doing intentional work with the money. And I started oh, laughing. Lord. I was like, he's like, you know, I got that rock you gave me. I was like, what? What rock? And he's like, remember that rock you gave me? I gave him a crystal. My homegirl, she bring, um, she gifted me all these different crystals from Africa. Uh, She's African, right? And she she does hoodoo work and conjure work. And she's like, I want you to hand these to people. So I'll give them out to free to people who I felt like they would help. They would help with PTSD and things. He's like, I have it by my bed. And every day I wake up and I touch it. And I just started crying because I'm like, fuck, I'm a part of this person's Uh every day. Like, that's big. So, yeah, just like being in those spaces and seeing. And then um, more people. I was, was, if you ever, um, I don't know if you ever heard of hood herbalism. Mm Mm-mm. 
Berenice Dimas. That's something I highly recommend to any of the listeners and viewers. Um, it's just a reconnection. It's a BIPOC. It's a space for BIPOC only to be able to black indigenous people of color to be able to connect with plant medicine mm-hmm. and a space to it's like deep healing work. And when we would go to lodge the same thing, we'd have a talking circle. And that's a ceremony that was brought down from Canada. And that's where they got group therapy from, which is very, very healing because you hear so many people and it's like, it's you. You're like, fuck, that's me and some type of thing. And so that's what these spaces are. And they allow you to connect with the plants and connect with yourself and your ancestry. So this isn't necessarily spiritual. This is cultural. Mm -hmm. These are ways that my ancestors would do things. We walked with the earth. We were one with them. We understood, uh, you know, joy was natural. Anger and all this other stuff wasn't natural. This is the shit that's became normal, right? We Mm -hmm. just were here walking with the earth, being one with it. And so that's what I was striving to. How could I provide more of this stillness and of this love? And that's where the work came in. And then it just started blowing up from hood herbalism, really, because... I was meeting people like me on my path who had this. It wasn't a foreign language. It was like, oh, and then um, just being blessed to be able to have opportunities in those spaces. Um, Berenice definitely blessed me with opportunities to hold um, classes and workshops um, in her home nice. and also in her platform, on her platforms. And so, Berenice is someone you met along the journey? I met along the journey. I really want to jump into, because I really I think it's really important that um, if we try to encourage the listeners and mm-hmm. our community and our people that come, because, you know, mm-hmm. we are minorities, right? Um, but we Which are the majority. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, well, yeah, we're not, like, we're we're seen, but we're not seen like capable. Mm-hmm. Or, like Usually we weren't ever seen like we could, so they keep us where they keep us in the hoods that they keep us. Mm-hmm. So while I'm trying to encourage my listeners and our people that we can all get it and really be happy with in self while doing what we love and getting their money yes. that there is challenges that come that we're not even used to because just to be honest I don't know your background but my ground I don't come from people with money like right. we don't know people right. like we're all trying to get it we're already mm-hmm. doing things out of the norm right mm-hmm. like we're already just following what we love mm-hmm. and trying to make it like our life forever um, but for the listeners I think that it's really important um, to remember that at the end of the day like even though we love what we do we kind of got to move smart because like people that come from money like white people they're taught this shit yeah like from the beginning yeah like oh you like they, they see any little motherfucking interest in their kids they like perfect it and try to make it into money right and they know and we don't and just to keep it real we literally had this conversation the other day like taxes just being yeah. a grown-up like yeah. i don't know what the fuck i'm doing when i still sign these w2 yeah. forms you know what yeah. i'm saying so what would you say kind of was like okay because you i'm sure when you're when, when we have a passion we just jump in without even thinking twice we're like yeah. i'm gonna get my own spot I'm gonna get, mm-hmm. i told you like i want to get my place but bitch i don't even think about credit like i gotta have some good credit for somebody to even want to give me have a spot. Down, you just have to have it down well i would say if you're young don't go and open all kinds of things yeah. you know and be mindful because i've been there i paid off all my credit and then i got into some stuff outside of myself and ended up with like eight thousand dollars in debt which isn't doesn't seem like a lot to people yeah. but still it's like that's a those lot are bills that's you what still we don't gotta buy. do yeah. right and so like um so yeah just this transition from you like where you're at now how did that all kick in for you yeah. and like when did the business side like start waking you up a bit well i was again i was working at this job i was working at ups so i found a job that was like like the offering of my sleep and time. I was working a side job while I did this. I was working, remember, okay, so I was working at uh, UPS and I get up at one in the morning, start work at two or three in the morning and work till eight. And then I go to the barbershop from 10 to whatever time. Then I ended up like doing all those, I was doing weekends, just trying to find 
where the middle ground was where can you get it in where can your excitement that's why you find things not about the money it's about the passion mm -hmm. because when you have the passion and you have the creativity the money follows it's like i'll go and do all this stuff i'll I go love do that. all this stuff let me press start on this so it was like um i'm going to thank you Adam. sorry you're welcome um I was I was working at the barbershop and it was just like, OK, I still need different type of money. Like I need more money because you're right. Mm. Like my father owns a business, but he didn't teach me anything about that because my father was just a provider. So he didn't have time because he was like, I work all day. Yeah, like I'm I trying get to up at four fed. in the morning. I get up yeah. at four in the morning. And I come home at seven at night and then I have something to eat. I'll sit in my chair and go to sleep. So that stuff wasn't taught. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also like there was a lot of fear of why would you leave this? Because I left the pa I left during the second shutdown of the pandemic of my job of 14 years that had free benefits that had, mm -hmm. uh, you know, free top of the line benefits. And there's a lot of stuff. This comes down to spiritual practice. It comes down to mental work because it's like, it's not just spiritual. It's also the way our minds work. There's a lot of conscious subconscious things that require. And it also comes down to vibrational frequency, the things you believe in, how you speak it into your life, that words are spelled. These are also things that are, throughout history you know and so it's alignment and it's um the finances come in so I'll get into that so um I made the decision my spirit I was going through so much at the warehouse that I felt like my spirit was dying I felt I was getting like shakes I would go in there and I'm like why the fuck am I here at three in the morning for somebody else why am I here for somebody else why am I here and I'm like this can open up space for somebody else and it was a lot of fear it was so much fear like you have free benefits your union you have job security it's a pandemic what are you you're gonna leave yeah. your job and I was like I can make more money doing hair I can make more money in a day than I've ever made in a week here and people won't just I won't just be a number once I'm gone you think anybody give a fuck once I left nobody give a shit and it was just like mm. what? I think that's what the pandemic showed a lot of people yeah. where we worked at they don't yeah. give a fuck about us yeah they said um we can't give you money but you can't come to work tomorrow yeah or that. we're gonna give you twice as much work and not enough pay and yeah. that was like I was doing my researches oh, about hair. Yeah, I was doing my research on hair. That's a leading thing for our community is stress. More work, mm -hmm. not enough pay. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't know. I didn't have a plan, but I had a trust. I had my spirit. It was just like, do you believe? And I remember later reading something, which I'll talk about what happened in the pandemic, which again came down to faith. It's like there was a saying, I think it's in the Bible. See, because we also grew up Catholic. And then I'm like, OK, there's certain things I don't fuck with in this area. Sorry to offend anybody. But there's, no, yeah, yeah. there's a lot deeper stuff. And we just seen what comes from that. But so I still can take the learnings of the things that are of, uh, you know, gonna the vibration. So there's a quote in there. There's a, a a scripture in there. that says, like, are you preparing for your blessings? You're preparing for your downfall type deal. So it's just like, that's the vibrational frequency. I was like, I believe I can do this. I can open a shop. So I got this shop. Also Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, listening to a lot of Nip and being like, fuck yeah, like bigger than life. Bigger than life. You know, I can't say. Yeah, just like oh, yeah, all this she's stuff. She's too, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait. This is my that. moment, right? Like, yeah. like I, got, I got to own it, you know, because it's a, you know, it's a victory. Like, so I'm believing that, knowing that. And when Nip passed, I got my keys the next day. Like, it was just... It's a lot of spiritual stuff. Like I'm saying, doing the clearing, trusting yourself. And then that's where it's just like everything in this shop that I have, I didn't have a loan for it. I got everything on, at the thrift shop and offer up. A lot of the stuff came from my own house. You know what I mean? That's why it's empty. All there is is a shelf, my barber chairs that I got through the 
through offer up the only thing new in here is a water dispenser you don't have to have money to make something you're the money mm-hmm. you're the vibration you make anything feel good and that's what i moved with and then i was just like I, it also took me a long time to believe what i deserved i was stopping my own blessings before i would charge 20 dollars for a haircut my shears cost a thousand dollars pay 70 dollars a month for them my haircuts now are 165 for long haircuts but I didn't, I didn't find value in myself. Our community has to find value. We're important. Fuck what they say. We can do anything. We have to trust. We have to do the healing. We have to know we can. And then it became into finances. And then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to, as long as my bills are paid, I don't care. Because I still live with my parents rent free. That is my blessing. You know, I don't, it was between getting a house or getting this. And I was like, I have to get this. This is my foundation. And like, just it was like, I know I live a different lifestyle than my family. I know, you know, we don't have the same way, but I was just like, I do receive that blessing. And like, even if my parents can't give me their approval because they don't have the words to say, I'm proud of you. They don't know how, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, that's where it comes in here. And it was just like, okay, so like make that offering. Like, so I still live, I'm barely getting out of I paycheck feel, to paycheck. Yeah, but I also feel like that's really, we need to normalize that just because if some of us, it is a privilege. I still live at home. Yeah. And if some of us, I feel like back in the day it was like, oh, te tienes que get a job, benefits, casarte, move out, have your own yeah. place. But what to struggle, yeah. to struggle financially, to struggle yeah. with the partner that you fucking probably regret having kids yeah. with, bro. Like, I feel like um, we need to normalize that if we have that opportunity to still live at home, Stay to there. take advantage yes. of that while we get on our feet that yes. way when we move out we are comfortable we are happy we are blessed yes. we aren't stressed yes. um, so shout out to you for it. I love always saying I still live with my mama yeah. and my mom will always probably be like you can stay as long yeah. as you need to yeah so and that's my parents you. too yeah. you know like my, my dad can't certain things it took a long time because we have very different ways of speaking it wasn't until just a few months ago when I was asking him about spreadsheets to try to keep my books to help me have like my receipts you know I got blessed with an accountant who I I was like okay I don't know about this money like how can I find help because that was my biggest thing because it's just like they weren't they didn't teach us I know how to make money and I know how to spend money I know how to save it I know how to invest it I know how to keep books so I had to go and ask somebody you know I just kept putting out in spirit and I got blessed with an accountant who does charge a certain rate but they bless me. They're like, you're just starting off, so I'm going to charge you this rate. And they helped me in that way. And today, like I told you, I was supposed to have a, I was supposed to have my quarterly taxes today, and yeah. I forgot. So <laughs> I'm still fucking learning, you know, Every keeping day. books. But I got like now I'm learning about invoices. Now I'm learning, you know, how to do things through emails. And like uh-huh. I'm my own secretary, you know, I'm my own booking, uh, you know, app. So I'm still doing it old school, and I'm learning. Like okay, now I take card. Now I maybe I need to get a booking uh, application you know so they can book it and they could just see make it easier so but a lot of it came from like move with what you have and trust in what you're moving with everything else will follow it has to it's just law it's just natural law it's just what it is and so like I feel like in these next few years I'm really going to be blessed financially and I receive that you know because it's just like the foundation is set you know right here is set and the money and all that any opportunity or anything I have a question at it appears because I work on being so vibrationally aligned. It's like, wow. All you say is wow all the time. Like I just thought about that. And now I got blessed with the fucking accountant or like, now I want to do this. And you know, this person arrives and it's just like, you do good and good comes to you and it follows. 
So yeah. that's what I've been moving with. I love that, Amanda. And just like I, I, you're so in tune with yourself and the whole spiritual because I'm just like thinking, you know, when when growing a business or when wanting to grow a business because I love that everyone that I bring on, it's a passion, it's a passion, it's a passion. So everybody always moves so positive, right? Mm-hmm. So we have people um, like creators, right? Yeah. Like I call it creators, creators um, that we move in a spot, but there's always those worries. There's always those doubts. Mm-hmm. There's always those negative thoughts, those negative circles, your environment. Like what would be your tip and advice for the listeners that have to deal with that shit on the daily and probably even just heard the word spiritual today get out of the environment yeah and the environment is you mm-hmm. you're in your own space and we have to claim our safety in our space i don't negativity still comes in negative thoughts come in and take over and they work and those to me I believe are entities those are not my truth you got to get the fuck out of here I just made a post like I rebuke all lower vibrations and metote right the chatter in our mind that's like you who the fuck do you think you are to do this right like well I'm me I'm the creator just wearing a shell what the fuck I have all the power to do this let me receive that that's what you have to trust you know nobody's right there my parents like I said I love my parents because they that, their blessing is letting me stay with them that is a blessing but my parents only came to my shop one time to help me bring a chair and the first thing they did was say that my door needed to get a new door my parents haven't came back my dad let me cut his hair one time in the pandemic you know but it's how do you work emotionally are you reliant upon that or are you going to be reliant upon yourself? Do that you trust part. yourself? If people are not supporting you, take a look at that and be like this. And that's where the, the spiritual stuff comes in because it, and it's not even just spiritual. Okay. Like it's on a physical and when you're in tune to yourself, you can feel it in your cells when something is wrong, when something is off in my last relationship that taught me, I was in there for six years. It taught me everything because I almost felt like I was losing my mind Mm. and I said that I need to get out of this because I'm losing my mind because it took me so out of my peace and you don't know what peace feels like unless you're in yourself those moments of stillness you know and so I had to know what that was like in order to feel peace like wow oh this feels good because if you didn't grow up in a home with that or you didn't grow up with something that feels like oh I feel safe how would you know how to identify it Mm -hmm. and so those thoughts and those things still come in every day, you know, like the pandemic came and I did, I had to close my shop. Shops got closed down. I'm working this warehouse and I was like, fuck this warehouse. I just did that the whole time. Cause before the pandemic, I was going to quit. I'm like two months. I'm going to quit. I kept telling her my manager was just like, Amanda, when are you going to quit? Cause you keep saying that. <laughs> I, I was like, look, man, don't take it personally. Write me up. If you need to write me up, I'm not tripping. Just don't take it personal. I need to write it. Cause I was doing, because I was union, I was calling off like four days a week and only going in one day and coming doing hair most of the time. And just seeing when I put all that to there, it's just trusting. It's like, Oh, that's the experiment. Oh, I'm doing this. This tr- this feels good. And now I see it accelerating. Oh, shit. But I still got to go back to this life. So when the pandemic happened, I, um, I closed my shop and I just did warehouse work. And again, if my sales went erratic, they went uneasy. And it was like, this can't be my life. I can't do this. I can't do this every day. I have so much more to offer. Like, blessings to those people. Because that job also is a good job for people who enjoy that type of work. Because I yeah. don't downplay and talk down about anybody. I think it's all honorable. But it was not for my spirit. I knew I needed to do more. So, when I closed down, it was just like, 
I, I, you have to keep saying the good. You have to keep claiming it. You got to claim what it is. I was like, nope. When I open my shop, so many people are going to just come to me. They're just going to be like from all over. And I wrote it down. You know, you write these down from all over. People are going to come because the medicine is going to speak because this is going to be. And that's what happened. Like I closed down and I made it. And then when I didn't know what I was going to do it, I applied for a grant. My accountant, you see, because it came to me, he applied for my fucking grants for me and I got grants that helped me pay the rent, helped me pay for my legal shit with my name, helped me do my trademark, helped me do all this shit. It was just fear just kept blessing me. Just keep going. You know what I mean? And I still have a little bit. I'm still moving in that little bit of fear because I got blessed with another grant for five thousand dollars. But I've been holding on it. And I've been supposed to get a barber chair, but the barber chair is $3,000. And then I want to get some new lights, you know, and I want to get a steamer for the hair. And that's $3,000. But I'm like, oh, I only have like 5000 and some change. Have I been able to make the money yet? But I got to tell myself, yes, you have. You, and you know you're going to be good. Spend that money. Don't hold on to that money. That's, that's life mentality. Yeah, but not only that, it's because it's fear. It's yeah, because that's yeah. what they tell us. Hold the money. Save the money. Mm-hmm. Save it for a rainy day. And it's just like, no, go with the faith. You know, because even when I got that grant, I wasn't going to pay the rent. I was I had got COVID and I had I stayed in this shop again. My investments blessed me because some people couldn't afford to go stay in a hotel when they got Mm, COVID and they had family. Right. Me and my partner both got and we stayed in our shop. We stayed in my shop 14 days, made it a whole little house, put a kitchen. Right. But so I got that grant, but I didn't know. I I was like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to have the money to pay the rent. I don't know if I'm going to have the money to pay the rent for this spot. And then. I got word that I got the grant, but it was just like, fuck, am I going to get it before the first? Am I going to get it before the first? And even though it's just like, yeah, they had all these like, you know, things to help out people during COVID, but it was still like, oh, this is just a fear coming up. Are you going to prepare for your blessings? Are you going to prepare for your, you know, your miss, your downfalls? And I was just like, my money's coming in. My money's going to come in before. I don't got to worry about anything. Don't hold on to this money. Go eat, go eat out. Mm-hmm. This money's coming in. Go eat out. So I ate out because, you know, I won't spend money on shit. I'd rather spend money on organic food. You know what I mean? So it's just like, go spend and eat good. And the money's coming in. Next two days, money came in. It's vibration. It's like, what do you believe in? What do you believe in? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, what do you believe in? It. Do you believe? Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in the power that's within you? Like, everything else in this world is going to tell you no, especially in our communities. Mm-hmm. You know, but you look at the miraculous things that the people in our communities did based upon the knowingness within themselves. We can all be great. Nobody's any different than me. Mm-hmm. Whatever's in you, whatever feels good, that's what it is, you know, and trust that and then allow that to go. If you're not doing no bad, it's always going to come back good to you. It's oh, always, it, just, it just flows. I'm a firm believer in that, that a lot of people always fear literally what you said, like, well, everybody cuts here. What can I do different? What makes my, whatever, my experience, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I fear, like, I, I, I believe that a lot of people fear the, oh, there's already somebody doing this. And it's like, I think it's really important what you say. And I feel like what you said is good. Like, if you're good, nothing bad will go wrong. If you move your way, no one got it like you got it. No yeah. one, there is no other Amanda. Yeah. There is no other Nessa. Right. Somebody may got the hair color as you, somebody right. may got the pink hair I got but nobody is me and nobody can do it like me and nobody can do it like you and I think for the listeners like whenever you whatever you want to do remember at the end of the day that there is no one like you and if you hold on to that passion the world will never get to experience who you are or get the gift that you have right right so I really love it Amanda yeah thank you yeah and you're right I want to tap on that and also it's the ego when you think oh somebody's already doing it there becomes like a threat and again Mm -hmm. a lack mentality I say if somebody's doing it 
and you like what they're doing, why not be friends with them and learn something and build with them? And then if they're not like on that vibration, you'll learn that too, but you'll find the people because I, I remember I told you, I was just like, oh, I want to learn more people who are doing this. I wanted to connect with other people. So I started the podcast that I have, Keep It Crown yes. Right podcast. Find out on keepitcrownright.com. <laughs> and, um, and then I found my homegirl, Nicole Lee. She has a book, Healing Cosmetologist. And then I've never met her in person, but we have such a deep ass connection. And it was just like, this person's doing what I'm doing. How can we build? And what do I know that she doesn't know? And what do they know that I don't know? Again, that like even in even in cultura places, right? Like there's ego. There's a lot of, and we just talked about that from the retreat I came back from. They're like, if we let go of this, you know, our co- our communities can be so strong. So mm-hmm. it's like if somebody's doing something, I'm gonna share this with you. If I don't, if people are like, oh, I don't know anybody who does this like like you do it, Amanda. I'm like, there are people who want to do it. They can never, like you said, we all have our own saison. The creator didn't make us the same, you know. It's just yeah. like, but share that because there's so many people who aren't doing it so Bro, just share it i also feel just to top off of that yeah. what you're saying i feel like people always fear that and i feel like for those people it's like that's why things won't grow and it'll go good for them and it won't last long because people sometimes want to be stingy because they feel yeah. someone's gonna take what they have no yeah. one's gonna take what you yeah. have you got what you got and no one right. gonna do it like that so right. share yeah. share with your people your community collabs like yeah. I'm so big on collabs yeah. like why can we not well, there's so much room for us but because everybody's trying to fight down here yeah. none of us is motherfucking making it it's yeah. a few of us yeah. right yeah. so it's like collab and share yeah. the intelligence share yeah. the knowledge the education yeah. like the beauty you yeah. know but that comes with healing right because yeah. I can even say myself true, true, true. too in the beginning when you feel like you've been abandoned or you feel like things always been taken Bad for you you know yeah. like it's it can be difficult to get out of that to trust people because even when I first started there were some folks in like the the spiritual community right and I'm sharing all this stuff about hair which was very very like you know my little baby and um and I, I'm always down to collab, but what happened was they had this event and they were like ceremonial hair uh, cutting or like spiritual haircuts and all that. And I was like, what? Like they didn't even invite me. Like they, they told their homegirl about what I did. And then their homegirl was now filling in for the spot that I was like, this is what I'm doing. That's that felt do. like you took. And so, so, but it's not mine. But in that time, because I was like, oh, that shit made me upset because it was like these people were lurking or this particular person was like lurking on my page, always look at all my stuff and never like it. And then did write like... I like this is again this is a lower vibrational frequency that I was at right feeling like oh they're like you didn't you didn't acknowledge me but that also happens in our community you know how many times do people be taken take your idea do all this shit and take your name and like all it comes down because even like when I said who I learned from Berenice right like I'm always going to acknowledge her I'm always going to acknowledge Robert John I'm always going to acknowledge Daisy October I'm always going to acknowledge the people that allow part me of it. right yeah. Maestra Sisi I'm going to acknowledge the people that will help me evolve that's how you keep their medicine good that's how you keep them alive that's the honor that's part a, yeah. yeah so um i made a track about it not everyone's supposed to be part of the mission can't get caught up when they don't give me my proper recognition that i'd rather be like andre and just get up in the kitchen because i'd rather be the breaker and the maker of the piece of my pie so on my piece i rely solely on i knowing what i'm putting out is bound to multiply coming back in threefold so i'm checking how i'm treating other people it's beautiful to be the light to give and receive. I'm laying in a bed of roses because I planted my seeds. And now I'm moving up the scale to a higher degree. But if somebody get to tripping, then you better believe. If it's getting too acidic, then I got to get from near it because I'm protecting my spirit and my aura dripping in Florida. Water burning copal. But, you know, so just like. 
<laughs> we on the road around to the motherfucking records. We got Amanda in the motherfucking building. We're keeping crown right and keep everything right. Ah, Amanda keeping everything journey. right. I it's love it, bitch. It's a journey. I fucking love Thank it. You. I love you. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Thank you. You are amazing. Thank you. Oh, damn, bitch. You are yeah. natural. <laughs> Thank you. I love everything that you do. I love how you flow. I thank you for making this podcast so bomb so oh, far. Yes. Um, I love the conversation and I, I really pray and hope that this helps our listeners and yes. our people. I think you are so special. Thank you. Thank bitch. you. Thank yes, you. Thank I you. fucking love it. Thank you. There is no one like you and I think that's really important to always push. I think that is one of my things. Like people need to hear this. Yeah. People need to hear yeah. this, you know? And, and they need help. to hear about the shadows too. Yeah. Because then it's just like. The ugly shit. Yeah. Get ugly. Yeah. And our own minds do it. So yeah. don't beat yourself up and thinking I've been thinking in the lower just how can I do better how can I do better than me I even have a song so like you know they say flex and it's just like ooh flexing on them flex on them I'm yeah. flexing on them and it's just like I seen a meme that said my biggest flex was flexing on the old me and that's what it yes. should be you're always Worry gonna want to do better yeah and you're gonna be fine and everybody, you don't have to save them because if you keep living in your way, in a good way, they will recognize it and come and gravitate. Yep. And ask you, Period. what are you doing? You feel like this because you feel like sunshine when you walk in places. Yeah. Like, for real. What you are. Well, exactly. How you act is how you feel. When people treat me like shit, I'm like, damn, I go home and I pray for that bitch. Because right. it's like at the end of the day, like nobody just acts out. Just be. Yeah. I, I learned that. Like I, it was so funny. I was working with kids for a few years and I love mm. working with kids. I love kids. They don't know when that's for. I don't know if I would have my own but I love kids I love I just love them but um I remember one out, shout out um her name is oh my god I forgot her name is Alyssa Liz, Liz, we're gonna call her Liz. Okay, so Liz, um, when it was just regular shit that I learned with the kids, and it's like Q-tip, quit taking it personal, and it's like I'll never forget that. I don't know what she was like talking about. I don't remember, but quit taking it personal. It's not about you. When somebody does something, it's not about you. You know the way I move, the way they move. It's it's everybody moves in the way that they feel or what they are. Don't take yeah. nothing personal. If somebody makes a comment or if somebody cancels on me or you know, because I like yeah. to have shit good. So yeah. if things, I always I never take it personal. They're right. going through something right. they can't right now they'll say whatever they gotta say somebody some people will be honest some people will lie as fuck yeah. but at the end of the day never take anything personal yeah. Yes. You know, like you said, it's like how yes. we are, how we move. If we walk in and we feel like sunshine and you see sunshine, it's because I yes. am sunshine. Yes. You know, so you got to feel yes. it too. That's yes. a big deal. Like feel it to believe it and be it. Yes. Um, but there was something you said about acknowledgement. I feel like people sometimes yeah. worry too much about that. Like, oh, getting the recognition, the acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, it makes me think about Mulatto with the BET Awards because she didn't win an award and oh. she kind of brought it up. But it's just like, I totally forgot about that because I'm not really into, like, I love music. I mm -hmm. love all, all these artists, the women. Um, but I, she's a great artist, for example. So sidetracked. She is a great artist. And I think, like, her mom, like, she posted that her mom sent her a message, like, you know, you're at the BET Awards, bro. Yeah. We used to watch the BET Awards mm -hmm. from the couch, but you were there. No award, nothing will ever determine your worth. Right. What is an award that the people give? Like, right. who that come from? Right. You know, like, at the end of the day, they're nice. Awards, pretty things, material things are cute. Right. They're nice. But that don't determine no motherfucking right. worth, you know? Right. So I think just back to what you're saying, like, people don't got to validate you. Yes. You don't got to say, you met me there, right. you, or you learned it through me. I right. know that. You know that. Right. And that's it. Right. We both know right. that. Exactly. The whole world exactly. don't gotta know that. Exactly. You know? Because exactly. people sometimes wait on validation. Yes. And it don't mean shit sometimes. No, it don't. It don't. Yes. Yes. Oh, cheers. What you got your Cheers. Yes. Omiteo. Yeah. But a book that would help was um the four 
the uh, four agreements by that. Everybody Miguel talks Ruiz. about yeah. that, but yeah, that one I'm I gonna do, I hate reading, but I know there's mm. a lot of audio now, so I got to get into that. Yeah, that one's actually a really quick read. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, and okay. it's four basic things: don't sin against yourself, which is basically going against yourself and speaking bad or negative. negative. Don't take anything personally. Yeah. Never make assumptions and always do your best. Those are the four agreements. Yeah. Just broken down, you know. So yes, about it. Just to tie it back to wrap things up, let's talk about keep your crime right. Where yes. we at right now? Talk a little, a little bit about the experience, so our listeners could just yes. be like pull up on you. Yes. Let them know what it is when they come to keep your crime right. Yes. So keep your crime right is a community space and salon out in San Bernardino, California. We're on uh, Serrano land. Um, this space is a space that you can come and connect with yourself, right? We work with water when we shampoo our hair. This is a sacred space, your head, okay? So your crown, why I say keep your crown right. When you think about it, your head it stores all your thoughts, your emotions, and your memories. Scientifically, your hair is an extension of your nervous system. It sends signals to your limbic system, your neocortex, the parts of the brain that are associated with those thoughts, emotions, and memories. And when you think about it, not a lot of people touch your head, right? Like you shampoo your own hair, and usually it's really quick, or it might be like, fuck, I got to straighten this, or I got to curl this, or I got to do this, and I got to, you know. But it's not done with a lot of intention. And also, if it's not you cutting, touching your hair, it's your stylist or barber, it's your partner, um, your parents, if they, it was done in a loving way, and children when you pick them up, right? And so they might play with your hair, love your hair, yeah. you know, but not a lot of thought goes into this space. And it's just like this head, this brain, this space does all your thinking for you. It helps you move through your emotions. It helps you categorize and get those excuse me, those finances and all that stuff in order. It helps you do so much. How come we don't show it enough love? And so when you come here, it's a way for you. I call like the whole shop the womb, but really the womb is the water room um, yeah. because you check in to sell, to check out to check in. That's what I always say. Check out from the world. And so I want this to be the time. A lot of people are like, I have jobs. I don't have this. I don't have time to do this. But they always make time to do their hair. Mm -hmm. So if we can tie it in. And also there's culturally, if you look around the world, all the connections to hair, growing it long or shaving it off, you know, like um, there's a lot of healing and trauma around it because hair was the first thing that was taken during slavery. Hair was the first thing taken during colonization. Hair was the first thing taken during the Holocaust. Like all of these very traumatic things were taken because once they took the hair it took your power that's why like if you got an inch cut yeah. out you asked for an inch and they cut six inches and you feel like what the fuck yeah it's because you just got taken you know yeah. you just got taken and just like you know all of that stuff like cultural genocide through hair and so a lot of it is for people to connect and be like look at themselves so we do mirror work here when you're in front of the mirror you can't lie when you're looking at yourself Period. you know so people are coming here I'll do regular haircuts um, I was in that barbershop for four and a half years so really just giving the full experience of aromatherapy um Offering different scalp massages and doing ceremonies. So when people come to me, I connected um, the spiritual aspect of uh, like Mexica traditions and uh, walking that road, praying that I can walk into curanderismo and to work into that healing with the plants and prayer. Um, and so when folks come to me, 
we use the time as a way to honor the physical body. So I work on the upper back, the head, the face, the shoulder, and the neck, and relax that. So you can just like we store so much tension. That's why people lose hair, why they get migraine headaches, why they have locked jaw tendonitis. Is our shoulders are all tight. It's because we're always in fight or flight. And so I want just people to have a moment. They deserve a moment of stillness. And I don't like to say our people have to work hard, but they work for their money and they deserve when they spend their money to get a haircut that they feel not just physically beautiful but spiritually they feel just like oh something just feels so refreshed like a baptism basically if you're going on that way but it's a it's a limpia it's a cleansing so we can release through our hair uh, that's why you see people who cut all their hair off sometimes mm-hmm. right they went through something shaved all their hair i'm going through this you know um and so we do it in a way of intention setting so that these traditions can be passed down to our children for the next generation so when you're combing your children's hair you're putting a prayer on them there's a lot that we can do with hair so my my goals are like what I offer now I do pop-ups so I'm going to be doing a tour next time yes, next year sometime perfect. uh going to Oakland San Diego I have a lot of people coming out from San Diego to Los Angeles and just finding spaces that I can go and help support and to share this so I also teach a workshop on plant medicine and how do we can create little um baths for our crown and to work with it like as spells in a spiritual way um as well as what the benefits are with the plant and so just seeing where that takes me educating and just growing um in my own healing to just be the clearest conduit and just see where it goes honestly i didn't have a plan to have a shop it was just like oh people need more quiet and i love the barbershop but we have different medicines somebody's throwing the dominoes down like bam and it's an elder he's like 60 something that's his medicine that makes him feel alive mm-hmm. who am i to say Shh, we're doing a ceremony over here so i needed to open a space I don't know where spirit's going to be leading me, you know, like this shop is for sale. Um, I'm going through through spirit, this shop again. There's a lot of things that come up. They don't fix some of the stuff in here. These are things that happen to entrepreneurs. Right. I'm doing good yeah. medicine, but this this owner ain't doing good medicine where it's going to lead me. I don't know. But I know there's a knowingness in here. So I just look out for the next opportunity, the next blessing. So I don't know. Hey. I might be. On, I don't know. I might be on <laughs> be doing all kinds of shit yeah, you know so I feel that i don't know i just know it's going good and it's going up that's, that's what's it. up <laughs> bitch, <laughs> yes. is there something you want to add that you feel you didn't get to add or we didn't get to right before we wrap uh, it up just trust yourself and just just offer yourself grace all the listeners like please follow me on keep your crown right i'm on ig i share a lot of different stuff and i just feel blessing ourselves with more and more love and being kind and just being kind to other people it really matters that's what we need in this world right now so just mm-hmm. please keep trusting if you have any questions or you want to build um you know just yeah reach reach out you want to know a little bit more keep your crown com and yeah just keep trusting your spirit keep your vibrations high and yeah Amanda, thank you so, 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 so much. Um, Like I always say this, every guest on here means a lot to me. And I thank God. I am a believer. So I really do uh, thank God that he always just kind of guides me to people. Like my gut feeling. You know, if I I don't reach out to you, don't take it personally. I literally follow my intuition. And if Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. If we don't talk now, we might talk later. But again, I am happy that my intuition was so correct about you. I'm happy Mm -hmm. that you got to be a part of my journey because this is my Mm -hmm. own journey and I get to look back at this and just be happy yes. that what I'm still putting out is still real as shit yes. good as shit yes. that's gonna help my listeners um I wish you nothing but the best Thank bitch you, like Same I told to everybody I'll see you at the motherfucking top 
Y'all already know what it is. It's your girl, motherfucking Nessa Nandis. You can follow me at The Real Ratchet and Reckless. We are here at least once a week. Um, Usually Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I'm on Twitch, bitch. Follow at The Real Ratchet and Reckless. I'm signing the fuck out. Bye. Peace, peace.